We should sing more, guys. We should sing more. We should I sing keep, more. I keep pushing more singing. Fuck. I would sing Podcast may ruin your career. You could do the rap element. Yeah, we'll throw you in there, Evan. You can no do the one rap wants part. that. Nobody wants that. Cancel. Culture. Podcast. Welcome back to Cancel Culture, the podcast writer's room where a diverse group of Gen Z female comedy writers create an unoffensive joke about a topic that most might consider a no-fly zone in comedy that even an old, white, cis man, aka my dad, can tell without getting canceled. Today's topic, jokes about terrorism. Yeah. Can I just say, <laughs> the, um, the no-fly zone for this episode. Especially turn it. Spot on. Whoa. Okay. Well, that's right. We're going to write a joke about terrorism that a white dude can tell without sounding like an asshole. Why? To show that it's possible. possible. Show that it's not going to happen. Okay. Amazing. Uh, (laughs) Let's introduce our players as per usual. Um, I'm Jamie. I don't remember 9-11, but I do remember having to sit in silence in school every year because hashtag never forget. And I do remember one of my classmates um, in the first grade when we were hashtag never forgetting, we were sitting in silence and my classmate peed all over herself. Um, So when I think of 9-11... I do think of P. <laughs> so her never forget means something totally different. Well, do you okay? You'll so really there was a, there was another connection to 9-11 though with your birthday. So your bat mitzvah was on September 10th. Oh yeah. And a lot of your friends refused to come. A lot of my camp day. friends didn't come. Well, because my bat mitzvah was on 9-10-11, which was the wow. day before the 10th anniversary, 10th anniversary. of 9-11. Of 9/11 mm-hmm. And everybody was freaking out because it was at this theater in Times Square. So everybody was like, there's going to be another attack oh as like gosh. an anniversary gift this is to America. Life. This is what it's like to grow up in New York. Well, and so then a lot of my camp friends didn't come to my bat mitzvah because- they, they, was, they yeah, didn't want to get blown, blown up. up. Yeah, right. they blew it off because they didn't want to get blown up. I'll say, I'll say this. I'll say this. <laughs> the only thing uh, that happened was my party was da bomb. <laughs> anyway, yeah. moving on. I think we've insured me well enough. <laughs> Let's continue. <Sorry>. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Sarah. And um, when I was younger, my teachers would refer to me as a little terror. So, mm. oh. Because I was a scamp. Icon. Yeah. Iconic. Mm. Thanks, guys. Why did they call you a terror? What'd you I do? I was naughty, chatty, um, daydreamy, head in the sky, you know? Did you, did you like do mm. spin I was balls? quite hard to teach. No, 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 no. I feel like I was more of a like a sort of like social naughty versus like the weird private yeah. one at the back of the class. I feel like you thrive teaching middle schoolers. Me? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, my tactic at the moment, you'll know what it is. Yeah. If they're being like naughty, I just act like a weird older sister. And I'm like, you guys are being really weird right now. And I'll just kind of like put them in their place. Like make them get real interesting. Embarrass them. <laughs> yeah, just love that tactic. Amazing. Humiliate public humiliation. Uh, yeah. Only slightly scarring. Only the most minute. You have, to, you have to tell the story of the kid who was like being weird He's to being you. Gross. He was being gross. And you were like, oh, 
Yeah, well, that was gross. That, there was just this child once. I was playing a really fun game where it was like part of it was to spin, and I spun, and this child was just like, "Will you do that again? Like, will you do that again slower?" And like being a little creepy, little pervy weirdo. How old? How old? Like thirteen, like yeah, bar mitzvah age to bring it right back <laughs> from whence we came. Talk yeah. about a little terrorist. My name is Elena, and I can remember exactly where I was when the Michigan militia men were arrested. You know, two years ago, when they attempted to kidnap Big Gretch, although only a few of them are going, are only a few Wait, of them guys, are going to jail. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh. I have no idea what you're talking about. Not even <laughs> one. Wait, hold on, I'm going to pull it out of my pocket and tell you. Jesus so, is too British just, for this. <laughs> so Michigan, you know, clean. is kind of the Wild West, but in the Midwest, I don't understand why people want to be a part of the rebel flag and all that shit. I'm like, you're from the North. We weren't even involved in this. Like, I don't understand. Anyway, a group of men don't like big Gretch because, you know, they don't like women. They don't like women in authority. Do you know who big Gretch is? No, Gretchen I Whitmer, one single Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, who's badass. Amazing. Got it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm voting in Michigan this year. So you guys know where I'm voting. But um, this group of men concocted this like very elaborate plan to kidnap her. She's also really good looking. So I think they would have just planned like planned a murder or assassination rather if she was like not as good looking, but they were going to kidnap her and like torture her and all this shit. Yeah. And Ew. the FBI, the FBI got involved and like Paul said kind of a compliment. Paul said kind of a compliment. <laughs> that I mean, canceled, like it, like right? That. That's a canceled. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, it's funny. So Sarah, you would, be, you would be flattered. <laughs> You'd be flat. Don't you know me by now? Of course. So much attention. <laughs> all that, exactly. All that personal yeah. attention. Like if her middle schoolers, instead of being creepy little pervs, had like plotted to kidnap, to kidnap her. <laughs> they had like maps have been and thrilled. shit. Like with drawings. Yeah. This is me in the pickup yeah, truck. Like Blueprints of this For more than two minutes. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Paul said, it's like when the kidnapper puts you in his trunk. So you think I'm like skinny? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Paul has this Google search bookmarked. <laughs> <laughs> she does have great hair. Why is she, she is called great Big hair. Gretch? Because in Michigan, we like nicknames. Okay. Uh, okay. Sarah's so like, like, that's offensive. It's a term of endearment. No, she's, Big Gretch, because she's slender and curvaceous to me. Well, it's not a descriptor of how she looks. It's like, she's the boss lady. Like, she's the big man. Big in town. An aura. Yes. And yeah, she's just badass. She's amazing. Big Gretch. Don't look at Tudor Dixon. So silly. Also, <laughs> it's so funny when they were all lined up, like all the mugshots together. I laughed so hard because they're all wearing like the same gray t-shirt. They have like the same beard. They're like all the same face shape. It was so strange. It was like a bunch of cousins got together and plotted this, but they're not related at all, but they look so similar. It's so crazy. It is kind of crazy how ugly terrorists are. Like <laughs> talk about outsides reflecting the insides. Like it's what true. is with everybody in Charlottesville? No, like, I think that's I think that's you're think generalizing. That's I don't know. I don't think that's I don't know. Who's a hot terrorist, name, Evan? Name a hot terrorist. The Unibobber was. Yeah, I was gonna sexy. say Unibobber was, was, was pretty sexy. Anyone? Yeah, but that's Michigan again, guys. The, Michigan, again. Michigan again. <laughs> We're growing what all the terrorists. <laughs> Hold on. We also you're just welcome. want to hearken back to Paul's message in the chat, which I don't know where the which comedy one? is in this, Paul, but he just said, first grade watching people jump to their deaths is kind of wild. How are we supposed to emotionally grasp listening to their last call before the plane went down? Was that a joke? That's just sad. That's just facts. Oh, he Why said there's no that? comedy in it. 
Right. Why okay. did you write like, that in the chat? Why are you trying to write that? What kind of producer does you're trying to sh- Yeah, you're trying to show your age, Paul. You remember being a first grader? Paul, you're younger than me. I think you're being honest. Yeah. Are you 12, Paul? You're the only one on this on this podcast who remembers 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> that's great awesome yeah we get it you're old it's fine thanks <laughs> should i introduce myself now oh oh right yeah. La- lastly and leastly the only one old enough here to remember 9-11 <laughs> evan <laughs> so I'm, I'm wearing a eagles t-shirt the only uh terrorist organization i belong to is a Philadelphia sports fan. Yeah, domestic sports terrorism started in Philadelphia after <laughs> after the Eagles they, they, won the they Super Bowl. Poop and they climb poles. It's a very dumb sort of terrorism, but so strange. it is terrorism. Yeah. We throw batteries. It's like lad culture. Is lad culture a form of terrorism? Yes. When they get to be skinheads. Yeah. Yes. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. We, we should create a graph. And one line is terrorist and one line is lad Force culture. Fans. And at what point do you cross over from being a lad to a terrorist? <laughs> when you yeah. start, well, but lad culture lives. can also be like, it can be lighthearted. It can be about banter, like kind of just like <laughs> going to the pub with your friends, cheeky Nando's with the lads. You know what I mean? We have all that. <laughs> I just, <laughs> but then every time Sarah talks like this, I just think of Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> But then you can get into, um, yeah, Paul just said cheeky beds at the boozer. And that's also correct. Um, but then you can get into football hooliganry in which they're like kind of jumping on cars. Yeah. Burning cars. Burning yeah. This, cars. I thought flipping that was normal. Over, flipping cars over. We do that car here based. too. Yeah, we do that at college. Yeah. Car, car just based. all car-based activities. car-based. Couches. terrorism. <laughs> I think that it's time to <laughs> talk about uh, an example of a joke about terrorism, terrorists, that whole sh- shindig um, that maybe we don't think is the funniest. Uh, we have a clip. I believe it's Jamie Foxx, which is, you know, devastating because I actually love Jamie Foxx. The Oscar winning. Gonna- also has a great voice. I get on the plane, I had to fly out here, I'm nervous as a motherfucker, I'm like... And then I'm sitting there and all of a sudden one of them tanning bombs, whatever, the Taliban's, come sit right next to me on the plane. I'm like, oh shit, this motherfucker. And you know how you don't talk shit about what you would have done on the plane and shit? If that had been me, I'd have kicked shit. I was nervous as a mother. I said, here come this Taliban right here. Do they see him? Do they see this motherfucker? It's a fucking, hold on, no. Boom. I, 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 I think we got a, a, a Taliban is sitting right next to me. Please come get this motherfucker. I don't know what he is. Boom, please. Would you like some water, sir? No, bitch, get me a knife. And then and, and I see, I'm, I'm seeing he got his head down. I said, oh shit, he concentrating on some shit. He didn't eat the peanuts. And you know you gotta eat the penis, you hungry, it must be the, it must be the Ramadan, cause he ain't eating the penis, it's got to be the boom, it's a tally, it's a tally bomb or something, it's a tannin bomb, please come get this tally whacker, I don't know what the fuck this calling. Cause even if you did get on the plane, we so free, even if you did get on the plane and everybody on there was American, wouldn't you feel good? Huh? Wouldn't you feel good? But wouldn't it be fucked up as the plane was taking off, the pilot came on, welcome to flight 666, ain't this a bitch? 
that was Apparently. one of the worst jokes I've actually ever watched. I'm going to start off by saying that. Do we <laughs> yeah. all agree? Like, that was oh, yeah. genuinely that was one of the worst, like... Terrible. Good. I'm glad it's not just me. I thought I just had to stick up my no, ass. No, go, go off, like... Sarah. Go. It was just so cringy. It was so lame. It was like the thing that you'd hear someone maybe say in the corner of a room and everyone would go silent and look at them and be like, <laughs> what the actual fuck? Like, I just don't understand what he was thinking like beyond it being obviously like racist and like rude and offensive it was just like skin crawlingly awful you know yeah not funny I feel like what he was I don't know correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like the thing he was trying to make funny is like making himself look dumb and I hate that like what is the punchline Mm -hmm. here is the punchline like that the the fact that the person's Indian or is it like you don't know what to call the person like Cause he went through so much vocabulary and then it was like, I don't know what to call him. You know what I mean? Like it was, I don't know. I feel like it was like menstrually. He also like, made all brown people a terrorist, like right. monolith of terrorism. Yeah. Right, right, right. Which is probably the same thing to avoid. We could start the buzz list and, now. Yeah. Like yeah, that's maybe was, the main thing to avoid when writing one of these right. jokes. Hmm. Yeah. Don't like, do that. Like, even, <laughs> like all brown people on earth together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not lump them. I think you're right. I think he was trying to make himself the joke, but at the end of the day, he flipped it completely around right. and made the, the, the person flying the plane. <laughs> right. Well, and yeah. also he, even if he had been specific, like comedy, as we know, I think it's funniest when it's specific. And right. he even like, could, like the, there was no effort even in there. Like Very it was vague. always going to be bad, but mm-hmm. like he didn't even pick like one type of person. He did, He just yeah. really went out there like throwing shit out there to see what sticks. And he didn't even, at the end, the punchline was just an accent. There wasn't mm-hmm. actually right. like a joke in what he was saying. I truly believe that if Jamie Foxx today saw watch that ad right that ad that, He'd that be upset. Uh, bit right now he he would be embarrassed by that. I yeah, think he I would. Mm-hmm. I like to think, I think that Jamie Foxx I know. Yeah. You, I hope he your would. friend your friend Jamie. <laughs> Don't know him. Never met him. Was I named yeah. after Jamie Foxx? Be honest. Not at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh collective disappointment. Mm. Um, no, so I think that was a bad joke. I think we all know why. I think we've talked about it in previous episodes. We got the accent, we got the racism, but also like the, <laughs> we got the, yeah, check, check, check. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also when you're dealing with talking about terrorism, like especially the racism that comes with it is like even worse because it affects not just, you know, when you're talking about terrorism, but also then the xenophobia that came out of like lumping you know brown people together after 9-11 or just like in general especially in regards to like airport humor like Mm -hmm. it's dangerous it's so dangerous because you're just you're you're fueling xenophobia and inciting hate crimes right yeah and a genuine feeling of alienation are you reading this (laughs) (laughs) that came from me it does blink blink if they have you captive but it does it does also make you think i feel like we've talked about this going through going through all the episodes it's like that's why cancel culture is so silly though because there should be a way to hold people accountable and like then progress forward without Mm -hmm. you know exiling people obviously sliding scale we know this (laughs) um but Right. I think I think though that this specifically with this type of humor, like 
where it where people fuck up when they're trying to take quote unquote responsibilities they're like oh well it was the time blah blah, blah. that excuse doesn't work though because right there's always people at that time saying it was wrong. They just don't have the voices, the loud right, voices, right? right. Like, there was always people mm -hmm. saying blackface is wrong because black people have always existed being right. like, this is wrong. Right. So it's, I think it's just, yeah. I'll step off my soapbox now, but anyway, right, cancel culture is stupid, but also take responsibility for your actions. Well, yeah. but, there's, but people, but there have been very famous comedians canceled for jokes about terrorism because it was too soon or they took the wrong side i know the two are you talking about gilbert godfried for our, our, our listeners uh gilbert godfried um there was a notorious joke told as part of a roast um a celebrity roast after 10 days after 9 11 a week yeah. after was, two weeks some 12 days or something was, after yeah, 9 11. the original 9 not the anniversary the actual no event. yeah the, like the, the og the first one um <laughs> the only one that's the way my Mine works. I wanted to uh, basically address the elephant in the room. I have to catch a flight to California. I can't get a direct flight. They said they have to stop at the Empire State Building first. So this and then the somebody theme. in the audience screams, too soon, too soon. If we're going to unpack all of the international politics of, of the U.S., we might need an hour slot for this episode <laughs> because it will take us quite some time. <laughs> Okay. Well, maybe our listeners will be able to see us live soon enough. I don't know. Hey, maybe wait. Can say. What do you mean? Is that a hint? I don't know. I don't know that we're allowed to say yet. I think we but... can. I think we can say we're going to be playing uh, New York Comedy Festival. <gasps> what? what? We're allowed yeah. to say? Did you hook that right up here. Wait, we have a live show? It's uh, November 9th. Uh, look at our whatevers and social things for information. Evan, follow the script. Yeah, social I have things. No script. Um, yeah, we're gonna be playing a live show as part of New York Comedy Festival on November 9th at the Asylum Theater at 9:30 p.m. So keep keep checking our pages because tickets will go live at some point. We don't know That'll when. They'll be selling like hotcakes. Yeah. Yeah, be there or be square. I'd rather Losers. sell tickets than hotcakes. Okay, so apparently you have a business brain in you. Brain it in. Oh, you have that Emmy. <laughs> Shall we throw <laughs> the one right there? <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, so I think we should see an ad. From the makers of HelloFresh, we now introduce a new box delivery service with a radical twist Homegrown Terrorists. Homegrown Terrorists has one mission, to provide you with the most unrefined virgin produce. Grown on rich American soil, the growth of our product is reliable and exponentially fast. Though our crop may appear immature, bitter and pale, they've been ripening for years and years on internet chat rooms. Instead of in cardboard boxes, we ship our bountiful harvest around the nation in the backs of Ubers or their parents' Subarus. How do they grow so fast? Do you water them? <laughs> no! Our produce hasn't had a drop of water in years. They think water's a mind control trick by the government. <laughs> we use a self-watering system composed solely of irresponsibly FDA-approved energy drinks. Sunlight? Please. We provide the light source of a computer screen ablaze with the harsh glow of minority-hating 4chan threads. Fertilizer? 
kinda. We pump our seasonal yieldings with an array of nutrient-dense compounds, things like ill-prescribed medications generously gifted by our main financial backer, the pharmaceutical industry. In fact, with every purchase you make at Homegrown Terrorists, we'll send you an unmarked pill. Get yours today. That's if you don't already have one. Check your kid's laptop. Homegrown Terrorists, the fruit of American labor. Okay, okay. Um, the end. Um, moving on, moving on. We are eating time. Okay. Um, we are going to now take a look at hopefully a better joke um, than Jamie Foxx's joke. Uh, I believe we also have a clip. I don't know why I always say I believe we have. I know we have a clip. Let's just roll the clip. I know with, with certainty this is, a clip will be playing. <laughs> This is um, a, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% certain that this is a clip of Romesh, a stand-up yeah, comic, is- as part of, um, I think it was part of a festival, but I, I actually don't know. I was complaining about it to a friend of mine. I said, dude, I'm so done with this airport security, man. It's pissing me off. Do you know what he said to me? He said to me, don't be so bloody selfish. Do you know the reason we have those measures in place? Rummish. It's because we don't want the terrorists to win. So why don't you suck it up and deal with it? Rummish. Now, I understand the argument, but my counter argument would be this. How do we know that the terrorists haven't already won? How do we know what their initial goal was? What if their initial goal was just to make air travel fucking annoying? <laughs> well, I just think we always have less to say about the good ones because we're like, it's funny. We're like, great. It's yeah. funny. Snaps. Yeah. It's yeah. like with good art, it just kind of comes from somewhere, you know? Just strikes yeah. you. Yeah. I think this one is really inventive and that's why I like it. Like, I haven't heard this before. You know, like it was a new spin on something. Yeah, well, I think I think that's because we don't have a lot of comedians who have Her Brown's point of view, mm-hmm. right. specific point of view. That's true. I loved it. I I also think that he like took the awkwardness out of the conversation. Like you know, like I think he immediately addressed the fact that he's brown with a beard, and mm-hmm. so we're gonna laugh about the fact that he's treated like a terrorist Mm -hmm. and he gives you that permission and it's like oh yeah this is fucked up and then he goes on to just make fun of like terrorism as a whole which again yeah it's original yeah I mean I think it's fun and nothing to do with the victims as well like it's not it's not violent or I mean it's to do with the victims people who are victimized for seeming for people Mm -hmm. guessing they're the terrorists but nothing to do with like the victims of attacks there's no model about people being mass murdered no it's just a joke about terrorism that makes you say huh (laughs) yeah because it's not it doesn't take any sides whatsoever it's literally just an observation it's a piece of observational humor about the object of terrorism which is really brilliant yeah yes funny funny good job Funny, funny. Okay, <laughs> moving on. I think it's time for us to take a stab at writing a joke. Um, do we want, let's have Can Evan I stick leave around now? for, no, let's <sighs> have you stick around for prompts. Okay, okay, okay. So I thought it would be really funny to see, like, hear me out. Okay. <laughs> <We're listening. laughs> so, like, <laughs> 
So you know how, like, as a brown person, no, you don't. None of you do. But as a brown person, when you're going through TSA, I actually, it's kind of crazy stuff. Like I've had to throw away apples and like, they go through your food and like, I get like pat down quite a bit of time. I'm sure it's worse for South Asian brown people. But anyway, I thought it'd be really funny if we saw a white man go through the same thing. You know, like if we treated domestic terrorism to the same caliber. So like getting like, you know, just absurd and over the top, like getting patted down, like tackled by TSA for carrying an apple in your pocket and then having to spend hours like being interrogated in the room. I thought that could be so funny. Because, that is funny. I like that. Um, and then I was thinking about like the drone cameo because, you know, all of our terrorism happened, like all of our terrorist action happens over drones now like that's how we take out the terror and i thought it'd be so funny to like see the drone perspective of them like playing checkers or something and we're like oh like making it such a big deal and they're like doing something crazy on the drone i think there's something in the first the first thing that you said i also Mm -hmm. wonder if we can build off of it and just be like if we treated white terrorists the same way we do Mm -hmm. brown terrorists Mm -hmm. we pat down everybody who looks like me yeah right but no, not so just like not just like how we treat like white people going through airport security but also like if we treated like the people who right like the michigan militia men or mm-hmm. like the like insurrection men you know the same way we would be like calling for their heads instead of like you know call like some people calling them heroes you know mm-hmm. statistically speaking homegrown white terrorists are much more successful than any other kind of terrorists in America. Homegrown white terrorists is a good thing for our ad, I just realized. Like a kind of bomb to table. Homegrown (laughs) white terrorists. We should be be targeting, we should be profiling the most active terrorists in America and they are white dudes. Mm -hmm. With big beards. 100%. Yeah, they're responsible for what? The majority. Can we get a fact check on how many deaths are committed or the FBI has a recent report that's, that highlights all the statistics around white, te- white nationalist terrorism and, how, mm. and comparing and contrasting. Uh, if you find uh, international foreign terrorists and domestic terrorists, the body count is just, it's not even close. Interesting. And it makes the news so much less. Because I'm like counting, I'm like- Because hmm, we're white. <laughs> I'm like- mm. Have you met us? I was also thinking I mean, about gonna, the way that like snipers are going in newsroom. and killing um like terrorists, right? Like the main big terrorists, how they just like kill them. And I was just thinking like if there could be something else they could do with them, like a world in which instead of just going in and killing them, they could like utilize them. They could go to the Swedish prison in a way. They could, they could counter the domestic terrorists. Or they could like try to like start like a healing group for the rest yeah, of the like, terrorists. Yes. Like <laughs> they could go instead into of instead for, like, of talks, sending TED like talks. Yeah. Mm. Instead of sending a sniper into like a bunker of like the terrorists, right? We could just send like <laughs> a webcam with like a teenage like uh like astral astrology girl in there and talk them out of it. Fine. So how about a psychiatrist? I feel like I feel like your sign, well, yeah. But like they wouldn't listen to a medical professional. They yeah. would listen. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm banking on them What's being. What's uh, get uh, Tony Robbins? Get Tony Robbins to do it. Who's that? Who's, I was gonna yeah, say, who's Tony Robbins? Do we need to know who this who is? Who the hell? <laughs> this is an age thing. This happened in the eighties. Uh, yeah. Can we have a tally of how many times Evan makes a reference to something that none of us, no, none of us know? Nine, including nine eleven. <laughs> yeah. 
I only vaguely remember. The Iraq War, mission accomplished. Who's no, that? that we know. Okay, we, we know. That's the thesis that of the episode. Just those things. Do you want the me to thesis of the episode is Evan is old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isn't that the thesis of every episode? Most no, no, no. Only episodes, like two yeah. of them. Only two. We oh. haven't done the ageism. When is the ageism? Episode. Every um, episode. I don't That's going to come. That's every episode. Every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go now? Can you? Yeah. Leave. Right? yeah. yeah. Okay. Go. Peace Bye. out, Boy Scout. I'm not listening. Okay. So let's take a minute. I have no pants on, so I'm turning off my camera while I lie <laughs> down to write, to write. If you make yourself the terrorist, like, is this a rule? Like, you know what I mean? Because in other episodes, we're like, don't align yourself with the raper and the pedophile. But like, can you align yourself as the terrorist? I'm I'm on board with making my dad in a terrorist. I feel like that gives me a foolproof way to ignore everything he says from now on. <laughs> what do we think? I really like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, let's bring him back. I'm excited. I love this writer's room. Good job, gals. I think this job. is fucking fantastic. This is fun. We're so funny. <laughs> well, we'll I'll, see what happens. I'll, I'll be so the judge funny. Of that. Yeah, let's let's wait and see what happens. When have we yeah. ever trusted your judgment? So the level of bullshit that white terrorists get away with in the airport is obscene. They got hints of cocaine on their hands, a white supremacist manifesto in their backpacks. Is that a homemade pipe bomb? Are you just happy to see me? No biggie. Good old Johnny with the khakis and t-shirt couldn't possibly be contemplating some kind of violent terrorism. But that nice brown man in the suit, there are definitely explosive substances in his chapstick. There are brown women forcibly having hijabs removed in front of me and black women having their hair patted down, but no one ever thinks to search my 10-foot quad. Silly, it's where I store my drugs. That's <laughs> great. Awesome. All right. Well, I think we got a successful joke in there. Um, if you agree or disagree, please let us know. We can you can find us at uh cancel culture underscore pod um on Instagram, cancel culture underscore P, I think, on Twitter, whatever. Look us up. Um, and we hope to see you at our live show November 9th, uh, where you can see us. Make fun of Evan in real time. In also, real life. Yes. In real life. Yeah. In real life. And maybe you'll get That's a chance so to do it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> Every, everyone who comes to the show can make fun of me. Yeah. We'll have a bucket collecting roasts on Evan. <laughs> Until next tank. time. Oh, that's a good idea. Dunk take. Is that in the budget? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay. Until next time. This has been Cancel Culture. Cancel. 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 Culture. Podcast.